Gazette Newspapers presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor, Ken Schott. Thank you, Scott Geezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me for the Parting Shots Podcast Studio in Schenectady, New York, as we look back at Union's 5-1 victory over Princeton in Game 2 of the ECAC Hockey Tournament First Round Series. Union sweeps the series two games and none, and the Dutchman advance to the quarterfinals against? We don't know yet. <laughs> It'll either be Clarkson or Harvard. We'll find that out around 6.30, 7 o'clock Sunday night. That's because there's two series left to play. Uh, RPI pulled out a 3-2 victory over Dartmouth. RPI the 6th seed, Dartmouth the 11th seed. That series is tied at a game apiece. Also tied at a game apiece, Brown won in overtime. The ninth seeded uh, Bears beat 8th seeded St. Lawrence 2-1 in overtime. So that series is tied at a game apiece. Both of those games will start at 4 o'clock on Sunday. Now here's the situation. If the home teams win, Union will go to Clarkson next week. Uh, for, for the best of three quarterfinal series. Now, if Dartmouth wins uh, against RPI, then it will be Union going to Harvard. So we'll have to see what, how everything plays out uh, Sunday. And it's going to be an interesting, uh, it's sort of like last weekend we had, when Union had to wait to find out who it was going to play in the first round. But a uh, great performance by the Dutchman on Saturday night. Uh, especially when they had to kill a um, five-minute major penalty that uh, spanned the late second period into the uh, early third period, and we'll talk about in just that in just a moment. But um, I think Union just—they you know, had a little slow start against Princeton. Princeton had a little bit more jump in this one, uh, but were not able to capitalize on the situation. And then Union uh, jumped out to a one-nothing lead, uh, seven fifteen left in the first period. And then uh, was a goal by Caden Viegas, and then Liam Robertson scored uh, midway through the second period. And then, then Union really took control of the game after that. But a uh, great effort by the Dutchman, Connor Murphy, making uh, 29 saves, missing out on a shutout by uh, 43 seconds when uh, Corey Andervosky scored a power play goal late. Uh, but a great effort by the Dutchman. And uh, let's go over the goals first of all. As I mentioned, Princeton had the uh, better of the play, but uh, Dylan Anhorn had the puck coming down the left wing, and he centered it in the slot to Caden Viegas. Viegas never got his stick on it. It hit his skate, and after a video review, the goal stood, and Union had a one nothing lead. Briefly, now Union comes out. Graf and Anhorn, a little bit of room. Two on two on the left side. Anhorn waits for some help. In front, deflected, and scores! The score that remained that way going into the uh, second period and midway through the second period, a uh, little stumble by Princeton defenseman uh, Matt Kellenberger at the uh, Union blue line along the left wing boards. Uh, that sprung Liam Robinson. He picked up the loose puck and he skated it 2 on 1 and he went down the right wing and fired it home past Jeremy Forget to make it 2 nothing. Puck. They've got Graf as the trailer. The critical part of this game occurred with 2.16 left in the second period. Uh, after a stoppage of play, 
uh, Ron Fogarty, the Princeton head coach, called a timeout and asked for a video review. Uh, their uh, video review people saw an incident uh, three minutes earlier when Gabriel Seeger uh, made contact with his stick uh, to the head of uh, Princeton's Christian O'Neill behind the uh, Princeton net. The referees at the time did not detect that penalty. And it took about 10 minutes or so, and fans were getting restless. And I had a view of We have a monitor up in the press box, and I got to see it. And to me, I mean, yeah, it was a high stick uh, to the head. Was it really a dangerous high stick? I don't think so, but the, the rule of the law is you got to call it a uh, high-sticking contact to the head, and that's what happened. And uh, Gabriel Sue got a five-minute major and a game misconduct. So here's a situation. Yeah, Princeton with a great chance to um, get uh, power play goals and none up to power play. Uh, it would have, carried, of course, carried over into the third period. But uh, uh, Princeton would get a couple shots. But then toward the end of that uh, power play, Unionville was really blocking a lot of shots there. And that carried over into the third period. Princeton did not get a shot on goal in the final 244 of the power play that carried over into the third period. So that gave the Dutch momentum. And uh, they ended up taking advantage of it uh, midway through the third period. Uh, this time a turnover forced by Colin Graff at the Princeton Blue Line, and he uh, made Princeton pay. We are past the halfway mark of the third. Here's giveaway. Graff, shot scores! Colin Graff off the turnover. Union up 3 to nothing. Graff's goal came at 10.25 of the third. Uh, then Matt Kellenberger, who had, of course, uh, fell down on that Robertson goal, he took a high-sticking penalty at 12-16. And then 21 seconds later, a little scuffle behind the Union net. Uh, Ian Murphy and Dylan Anhorn were getting into it. And Ian Murphy, for some strange reason, headbutted Anhorn. That ended his night with, with a headbutting penalty and a game misconduct, giving a Union a uh, 5-1-3 advantage. And Kyle Graff, once again, made them pay. Here's Anhorn. Smeds through to blast from Estes. Save Forge. Rebound. Union finds it. Blast and save rebound. Smeds through can't bang at home. Smeds are still on it. Shot score. Power play goal, Colin Graff. Shortly after the major power play expired from Princeton, uh, Chad Smedsrud uh, made it 5 0 uh, with 2.19 to go. And that basically sealed the deal for uh, the Dutchmen. So, and as we mentioned, we don't know uh, who the Dutchmen are going to play just yet. Well, let's get the uh, thoughts of everyone involved in this game. Let's start with the interim head coach, John Ronan of Union. Oh, how does it feel to advance? <laughs> feels good. Feels good. Really proud of our guys, proud of the effort. You know, dealt with some adversity, you know, huge kill, and really built off of that. Well, let's talk about that adversity there, the penalty, uh, the five minute major. Of course, it went to video review. Mm -hmm. uh, did you happen to see it afterwards? And then how critical was it to be able to, be able to kill that uh, five-minute major because it's over the two-period span there? Yeah, it, it, you know what? we, we got to look at the intermission. You know, it's I guess it's a zero tolerance with contact to the head. So that's the rules. That's the rules. And, you know, I, I thought we had a real focused effort. You know, it was good actually to get almost half of it out of the way. We could regroup. TJ broke it down in between periods, and our guys, our guys ate it up. It was perfect. Toward the end of the second period, you guys blocked, I think, three or four shots on that. And then that carried over into the third period, a couple more blocks, and they could never seem to get set up. So to be able to, to carry that momentum over and kill it, and did you feel that you gained momentum uh, as after that? Absolutely, absolutely. That was, you know, it got the crowd into it, got our bench into it. 
you know, we weathered that storm, and uh, I really liked our push after that. A little frustrating to have that long of a delay for them to call me. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, the short answer, yeah. I, I'm, I'm all for video review, but when it's that long, uh, I just think it's, I can't imagine being a spectator, you know, and watching on television. It's it's painful when you do that. I remember watching a couple of years back in the national tournament game and 10-minute review, and you just lose interest. So I wish there was a faster approach to the video review. The uh, two goals, your first two goals, score sort of, you know, I don't know, it's honestly luck. Luck's not the word, but you know, it was broken plays. Mm -hmm. uh, hits Viegas' escape on the first one, and then Robertson takes advantage of a player falling down. So yeah. we... To be able to get those kind of breaks, I mean, how important was that? Yeah, I, you know what? The first one was actually great. I, I thought Colin Graff did a great job driving through the middle. He took their D-man with him. They freed up that lane for, for Caden. Um, you know, it wasn't pretty off his foot and in, but, you know, what Colin Graff, you know, I don't think he ended up on the score sheet for that, but that was an awesome play that, that freed up that lane. Yeah, and the second one was a good break. You know, their D-man took a spill there at the blue, and, you know, it was, it was good for us to capitalize on that one. Maybe the one downer was not getting a shout out from Murphy. <laughs> I was I was upset about that. Yeah, it was, that guy's battled for us all year, and I know they were battling for him, but they they made a great seam pass right there, and I know the Andonovsky kid can really fire the puck, and he got a hold of that. Was he the difference in the series? I think. You know what? It, it's he's been the difference all year. Uh, I can say that with total confidence. I thought he was excellent all series. But I think I, I really liked our depth. I, I, you know, I think everybody contributed. Power play was timely. PK was excellent throughout the weekend, and you know, it was a total team effort. Colin Graff with a couple goals there in the third period to really put the game away. Yep. Just, yeah, that whole third period, just you, you play well, you get the power play goal yep. in the five on three. Uh, just discuss, yeah, you know, talk about that. And how important was that to really put this game away? Because it, you know, it's still two nothing. It's still a chance. Yeah, uh, you know, the third one was huge. And, you know, tr stress the neutral zone four check, kind of slowing them down through it. And Colin made a great individual play to break up a, break it up and go in and score. And then, you know, having the opportunity and, and capitalizing, you know, I, I really like that progression from our team. It was, it was a situation where a lot of times we could kind of hold on, but we, we kept attacking, went right after him, and was happy to see that PP goal. For the seniors, their final home game, just. Is this a perfect way for them to go out with that? Yeah, I, I, I can't think of anything better. You know, sweeping a series at home, you know, for four years, five years for a lot of those guys and not having the opportunity last year, you know, it was it was great ending here at Mesa for those guys. What do you do tonight? Will you try to watch one of the other games? Or? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try to squeeze a couple hours in with my family. I, <laughs> I You know, it's it's been chaotic and hectic and... You know, I think a lot of a lot of balls are up in the air right now, so we'll kind of wake up tomorrow, see what the story is, and and prepare that. Does it I mean does it matter who you play at this point? I mean, you split both uh, Clarkson and Harvard. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, you lost up there at Clarkson and you know, lost at Harvard. But I mean, can you talk about those two teams right now? So what, this doesn't matter who you play. It, you know what. We're gonna go where they tell us to go. Uh, you know, uh, th there's no there's no easy matchup in those top four. So we know we have our work cut out for us where we're, wherever we end up next week. Can you just give quick synopsis about Clarkson and Harvard? Clarkson's top to bottom, big, strong, heavy, skilled, great goaltending, great you know defensively, and they're they're a tough, hard, hard team to play against. Definitely hard to play at their rink, and 
you know, Harvard is, in my opinion, the most skilled team in the league. You know, top to bottom, they, they can beat you, and you know they're 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 hard defensively too. They they really work without the puck. Penalty kills good, so you know it's <laughs> pick your poison. Next up are our four players from Union: seniors Josh Kosak and Brandon Estes, uh, junior goaltender Connor Murphy, and uh, Colin Graff, freshman forward. Boxing. Guys, um, how does it feel to you know, get past Princeton and get ready for the quarterfinals next week? Yeah, it's huge. Um, you know, besides our senior class, that's the first uh, you know playoff series win for a lot of those guys. So, super happy for all of them. Super happy with how we played. Um, I was really happy with how we came out in that third and really closed it out. And um, you know, just looking forward to next weekend. Well, let's talk about what happened there with uh, Gabriel and the major penalty and the game misconduct. It took a video review for that to happen. So, you, how frustrating was it for that to happen? And then you come out. You basically at the end of that. Uh, second period, you're blocking a number of shots, and that carried over to third. A lot, a lot more shots were blocked, and you think did it give up a goal? So we talk about the frustration of the penalty, and if you, you know, what, and being able to kill it. How much momentum did you gain from that? Uh, yeah, honestly, we were just kind of confused. I, a lot of us, none of us really saw what happened, so we were just kind of waiting to see. And then, um, you know, our best PKer uh, Connor Murphy came up huge for us, and um, you know, as a unit, we did really well the entire weekend. So um, killing that off was huge, and then. Um, you know, Graffer got us that big goal after the kill. Fred? Uh, yeah, I mean, like Josh said, I don't think a whole lot of us saw it. So um, we were all a little confused when they were reviewing it. But, you know, a penalty is a penalty. We'll kill it off, and we'll um, obviously gain some momentum from that going into the third. Connor, for you? Yeah, it was the same thing. Uh, like there, like you said, there was a bunch of huge blocks, and that was uh, obviously really helpful for me. And I don't think I even saw a shot in the third period on that PK at all. So. Uh, made my job really easy, so it was, it was really nice to see that. And I think all weekend our PK was unbelievable, and it really helped us uh, gain some momentum and, and work on a lot of other things and, and keep moving forward. How disappointing was it not to get the shutout for Connor? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely frustrating. Um, you know, that late on on the kill. Um, you know, it would have been nice to put up a goose egg for him, but I guess we got to do it next weekend now. Yes, sir. That's more opportunities. Colin, can you talk about your two goals, especially the first one? You forced a turnover there at the blue line, and uh, you know, those two goals really put the game away. Yeah, you know, um, the D just sort of I got on him, and he coughed it up, and I just sort of went in and, you know, shot and went in. High glove. <laughs> <laughs> um... To be able to put that game away the way you guys did after the penalty kill there, I mean, how critical was that in you know, taking that momentum into next weekend? Yeah, it was huge. Um, you know, we've been struggling the prior weeks of really closing games out late, and uh, we really took a big step this weekend, um, closing it out last night and then um, not even giving them a sniff tonight. Do you guys scoreboard watch it all tonight to get an idea who you might play, or do you just wake up tomorrow and see, and see what... Transpired. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll be checking, but it is what it is. We uh, we took care of what we had to take care of, and um, you know, whoever we play, uh, we'll be up for the challenge. It doesn't matter who you guys play. I mean, obviously, going to be on the road, but you know, you lost at, at Clarkson, lost at Harvard. <laughs> yeah, but I guess we've lost at all four. Of them. <laughs> um, does yeah, it doesn't matter. Whatever, whoever we play, we're gonna have to bring our A game, regardless of who it is. So, um, yeah. Uh, for Josh and Brandon, just as your final home games uh, of your se- of your college hockey career, 
what memories do you have? And uh, I mean, how how good is it for you guys to end it with a, a sweep of a playoff series? You want to go first? Go ahead. Um, <laughs> well, we we're, we were actually talking on Thursday, um, and I, I think you brought it up as well. Um, you know, our last experience with a home playoff series against Princeton didn't go well, and we weren't going to let that happen this time around. Um, you know, so I'm I'm really happy. Our last game at Mesa Rink uh, was a win, and uh, you know, hopefully we can keep this run going. Uh, yeah, it's obviously winning it is a great feeling. So having the last game be a win is um, a big uh, boost to the confidence, um, and obviously going into next week is a good feeling. Is there any particular memory that stands out for you guys? Uh, there's been a lot. Um, I wouldn't say any any single one stands out. Um, you know, hopefully we can make some more memories on this uh, playoff run. And finally, let's hear from uh, Princeton head coach Ron Fogarty. Ron, did the uh, game turn on that major penalty against C with the uh, high stick? Not being able to score there. I mean, how critical was that? Uh, yeah, pretty critical. You know, it's. I look back at the kind of the how the game played out. We did a really good job in the first period, create a lot of chances, and you know it's it's they score off of uh, you know the rush there and off the skate, but broken play, and you know, and then two nothing. It's you know trying to battle back from that, and we got uh, you know good uh, a good message from our hockey ops guy upstairs saw the major penalty, and you know we got uh, you know you got to score on that, and our goal is to win the special teams. That was our. Uh, you know, one of the key points we knew we had to win the special teams to advance, and you know, didn't. And you know, so that that you know, it was even after that that pow- the power play, we had a couple chances to get it to two to one, and then um, obviously the third goal is tough to come back from. It seemed like toward the end of that second period, Union was blocking a number of shots, and oh, that yeah. carried over into the third period. Yeah. But I don't think you got a shot on goal in the final two forty four that uh, uh, power play there. Yeah, we didn't get the puck in the zone too. No, they do a good job of standing up and uh, attacking the three side of the puck really well on the entries. But uh, you know, scouting Union, they're, they're very linear in the shot lanes all the time. You know, it's uh, uh, a great attribute of your penalty killers to commit to blocking shots, but stay in the lane. They don't um, you know puck watch or puck follow. Um, so we, we we made the alter <laughs> we made a little uh, change and you saw at the end which was too little too late you know with uh, a drive to try to push one of the players back um, but uh, yeah the thought, like I said I thought we, we were really good in the first and then you know if we get, kept it zero zero we mentioned yesterday if we kept zero zero the better chance for us to to win it had to be frustrating to be down two you got uh, they get one goal off a skate and then other when your uh, player falls. Uh, do you feel like maybe you should have been zero zero? Yeah, I, I, again, it, it's the game of hockey. You know, it's I, I liked how we played, and I, there was no message in between the first and second period because we were playing well. You know, we didn't have to change anything. I like the direction we we're going, even down one nothing, and uh, just missed on the tip with about you no know, under a minute to go in the first, where we made a pretty good save. Um, but just you know, playoff hockey, you got to get a bounce. You know, take advantage of a. A mishap, and obviously they took advantage of that the mishap on the second goal. When you get to three nothing now at that point, what do you what do you tell your team? Well, we had we had the goalie pull. We we've, we've unfortunately pulled the goalie hot this year, so we were ready to go with our goalie pull at about the the five to seven minute mark, and then just uh, right once the the power play the minor was going to be over to six, we were ready to go for our six on five. He was going to come on the box and join uh, a rush with a goalie coming out, but you no, know, the major killed us.
What you seen at Union? Can this team go on the road and, uh, and win a series? Yeah, anybody could beat any. Uh, well, I, I depending on the seeds are, so they're probably going to play. Clarkson Harvard. Right. Yeah, they're, they're good. The goaltenders, Murph is playing really well. I like him. He's uh, mentioned to him after, just, just graduated already or go to turn pro. <laughs> I don't want to see you next year. He's uh, He was a difference maker in the series for sure. Um, I, I think Clarkson and, and Clarkson and uh, Quinnipiac are very good this year. Obviously, they've taken advantage of the, the transfer and the COVID rule with the graduate transfers not counting against scholarships. So they're, they're loaded with players and they'll take advantage of, of the COVID rules so they're, they're going to be two teams that can be tough to, to knock off but if you have great goaltending and you're committed to play defense and just wait for breaks you can beat anybody in this league. By uh, three stars of the game I'm going to go with number three Chad Smedrud. he had a goal and an assist. Uh, Liam Robertson number two also with a goal and an assist and my number one star uh, Colin Graff with his two goal performance he now has 10 on the season. Uh, Leah Robertson with 13 on the season. So, uh, great job by those gentlemen. And we'll look forward to seeing what they'll do next weekend in the quarterfinals. Uh, the one quarterfinal series we do know heading into next weekend. Uh, Fifth-seeded Colgate will visit fourth-seeded Cornell at Lana Rick next weekend. Colgate uh, taking care of business Saturday night against Yale. A 5-1 victory to uh, sweep that series uh, 2-0. So, uh, Cody and Cornell have not played at each other in the uh, postseason in a long time, over 25 years. So, it'll be a, a fun series between those two. Uh, Colgate took the season series five points to one. So, we'll keep an eye on that series for you, as well as the other quarterfinal series, once we know uh, how everything sets up. Of course, Quinnipiac, top seed, uh, number two seed Clarkson, and number three seed Harvard, all waiting to see who they'll play uh, next weekend. Well, I appreciate you uh, listening to this podcast and reading the coverage uh, of my coverage this season. And, of course, uh, we have more games to cover next weekend. So looking forward to hitting the road uh, to cover the Dutchman on their quest to make it to Lake Placid. And that will do it for this edition of the podcast. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions or comments about the podcast or have questions about union hockey and college hockey in general, you can email me at shot, that's S-C-H-O-T-T, at dailygazette.com. Follow me on Twitter at Slapshots. The views expressed on the Parting Shots podcast are not necessarily those of Gazette newspapers. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of Gazette newspapers. I am Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor Ken Shots. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. From the Parting Shots podcast studio in Schenectady, New York, good night, good hockey.